Welcome back to Suiting Up Varsity, a podcast dedicated to the sound of the band, the smell of popcorn, the feel of an old letter jacket, the sight of teenagers hoisting trophies high above their heads, and most of all, to the grand history and fantastic stories of Nebraska prep sports. Join us as we look back in time at the great moments from a century plus of Nebraska high school athletics. This week, instead of time traveling, we return to a feature we uh, used for several episodes last year that we like to call Want to Start a Fight. It's named after the great Jerry Mathers, Nebraska high school historian's uh, section of his 1980 book about the greatest athlete in each high school in Nebraska. Mathers attempted to name... (laughs) For the period from, you know, the beginning of high school sports until 1980, who the best high school athlete at each individual high school had been. And, of course, the title, Want to Start a Fight, uh, indicates the level of controversy he knew he was probably starting. Last year, we uh, did the Class A and traditional Class A teams. I think we did about 40 schools uh, that had been in Class A or are in Class A or just about in Class A now. And uh, we had a good time with that, so we thought we'd return to that this year. And this year, we're going to look at the most historic, the longest-lasting Class B conference in the state, the Central Conference or the Central Ten. Now, one reason we're able to look at the Central Ten in such detail is the work of Larry Dahl of Central City has put together a great document that he calls the History and Record Book of the Central Conference. Um, I know there are copies out there on the Internet. I'll try to link to one uh, on my show notes. If not, uh, contact Central City High, uh, Larry Dahl. I'm sure they'd be able to put you in touch with him. He, uh, I know he went into their Hall of Fame in 2016, well-deserved. It's a great document. If you were thinking about putting together something for your school or conference, his would be a great document to look at to kind of model after. I know some of the work I've been doing with the Big Ten and the Trans-Nebraska, uh, the Greater Nebraska, the Heartland, and the Mideast Conferences, I'm kind of looking at trying to put into a similar document. Uh, but the document is great. It really covers the history of the conference from when it started in January of 1935. Uh, seven schools got together, uh, Aurora, Fullerton, Central City, David City, Stromsburg, Seward, and Schuyler. Three of those schools are still in the conference. Uh, Aurora, Seward, and Schuyler. Central City just left this last spring, and two of them, Aurora and Seward, have been in the conference every year since 1935. And boy, those schools in 1935, they didn't want to waste any time. They didn't wait for uh, fall of 1935 to start in football. Uh, They immediately uh, said, well, basketball's already going. We can't have a conference regular season title, but let's have a tournament. They looked at their schedules, and they said, on February 22nd, Teams in the conference are playing each other. Now, there were seven teams, so there must have been three games. They said, let's call those the first-round games of the conference tournament, and then let's get together in Aurora the next day, February 23rd, and play the second round in the finals. And so uh, they got that going right away, and then they, they scheduled track tennis golf championships for May in Central City. So this is a conference that uh, got right to work. Just a quick kind of summary of the, of the teams we'll be talking about today. As I said, the original seven, Aurora, Fullerton, Central City, David City, Stromsburg, Seward, Schuyler. Stromsburg was only in the conference for one year. They left in 1936. Then in 1947, Schuyler actually left the conference. They will rejoin in 52, 
and are still in today. In 1948, Albion joined the conference, as did two of the current members, Crete and York. In 1952, when Schuyler rejoined, the Ord Chanticleers came in. Um, in 1956, David City leaves the conference for a little while. They're going to come back in a little bit. And Columbus joined. Columbus, of course, was in the Big Ten at the time. Uh, and they also had played in the Mideast just before this. So uh, this was uh, Columbus kind of jumping in a little regional conference. Uh, they lasted for seven years. In 1963, Columbus leaves. And here comes David City back. So 56 and 63, David City and Columbus kind of did a switch. In 1967, Fullerton left the conference and St. Paul joined. In 1973, St. Paul leaves and a new suburban school in Grand Island, Grand Island Northwest, who had been a part of, uh, I believe, the Mid-States Conference down with Geneva and Hebron uh, and Sandy Creek, another new consolidated school. Grand Island Northwest left them and joined the Central Conference, and they're still a member. In 1980, David City left the conference again. In 1981, three schools joined to make the conference as big as it would ever be, 12. Uh, Fairbury, who was in the conference till just a couple years ago. Adam Central for their first run in the conference. Uh, they're back in the conference this year, uh, but had been gone uh, for a while. And Columbus Lakeview, who's still a current member. So in 1981, uh, they were up to 11 members. In 1980, or up to 12, excuse me. In 1986, the Albion Cardinals leave. Uh, to go down to 11. In 1987, Adam Central leaves. Now they're down to 10. And that's kind of what I've always known the conference as, is uh, um, a 10-school 10 10 school conference. In 2004, uh, Ord Chanticleers leave the conference, and Holdridge joins in. So Holdridge is the newest member of that uh, Central 10. In 2016, Fairbury leaves and Adam Central re-enters. Uh, and so that keeps them at 10. Fairbury Jeffs had been a conference member um, since 1981. Uh, and then Central City leaves this year, and I hear uh, Lexington is interested, though I have not seen any action on that yet. So that'll be interesting because that, uh, uh, that would affect the Greater Nebraska Conference and, of course, kind of affect the Southwest, which asked Lexington to leave, and it always kind of seems like maybe they ought to be back in there. But uh, we'll see what happens with the history there. Uh, I definitely want to talk about the schools currently in the conference, and then I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the schools that have come and gone. Before we get into that, though, I want to take a minute, of course, to encourage you to go see the Nebraska High School Hall of Fame in Lincoln. Uh, you know, it's Cornhusker football season, and, and, and maybe that isn't going great, but I know a lot of you uh, travel down for the games. But if you get down on a Friday uh, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., uh, the Nebraska High School Hall of Fame is open, or if you're down on a Monday or Wednesday. Uh, great um, exhibits, artifacts to look at, and then uh, interactive multimedia displays. Uh, I can I can stand and look at the pictures and news articles that come up on the computer screen on their different menus. Uh, watch the video clips they have in the basketball section. I'm excited to get down there again soon because every time I go down, there's something new. The Nebraska High School Hall of Fame, honoring the past to inspire the future. Okay, let's start with one of the original seven teams that's still in the conference, the Aurora Huskies. A um, lot of great candidates. Uh, for Aurora. Uh, in 1937, uh, Andy Johnson was their first ever uh, All-State football player. He was an end. Um, in the 1950s, 
Jack Conger, a great candidate, was a two-time state hurdle champ and all-state football. Um, then uh, you start to look at some candidates in the 1970s. Uh, 1971, Tom Crop, uh, two-time All-Nebraska football player, All-State basketball player, state shot put champion, uh, honestly one of the greatest athletes in the history of Nebraska. Um, in 1976, a great uh, girl athlete, uh, Sandra Obermeyer, a three-time track gold medalist who is a Lincoln Journal Star Athlete of the Year. Um, in 1979, Kevin Penner um, was All-State basketball two times, All-Nebraska as a senior, All-State defensive back. Um, then in uh, 19, oh, let's go to 86 next, Kirk Penner, Kirk Penner, uh, little brother, I believe, a two-time All-State football player and All-State basketball player. Uh, the Penner family might easily be the all-time great family in Aurora. Uh, in 1987, Tom Haas, All-Nebraska football, uh, still holds the conference long jump record, I believe. He was a five-time conference champion in track and uh, was the both the World Herald and the Lincoln Journal Stars Athlete of the Year and, of course, went on uh, to play some quarterback in Nebraska, started in that Citrus Bowl in 1990. Uh, some more modern athletes, um, 2003, Corey Hohenfeld, <laughs> I hope I'm saying that right, two-time All-State football player, uh, 2001, another girl athlete, Cheryl Dininger, a two-time All-State uh, volleyball player, uh, 2011, uh, two Nebraska football players, Tyler Brockenmeyer uh, and Andrew Rodriguez, both of them were two-time All-Nebraska all football. Uh, in uh, 2014, Taylor Teal, a two-time All-State volleyball player, um, oh, I skipped one from the 90s, Catherine Handrip, three-time state cross-country champ, and then another great football player, Garrett Johns, uh, all-state football and two-time state wrestling champ, Garrett Johns, in 2012. Uh, Mathers had Tom Crop, and, and I, don't, I don't think I or anybody else am going to disagree with that. Uh, Kevin Penner, uh, amazing athlete. He, might, he be, might be a good one to put down for one of the all-time best athletes to not be the a- best athlete at their school. Shows what amazing history Class B Aurora has. But I'm going to choose Tom Crop as the greatest athlete ever at Aurora High School. Next, let's take a look at the Seward Blue Jays, another, another uh, school with an amazingly long Class B history and, and really a revitalization is late. I've got a, a lot of names in the 2000s here. Um, for Mathers, his pick was Lloyd Cardwell. He was a running back from Seward that helped lead Nebraska to the big six, six football titles in 1935 and 1936. Uh, he scored 120 points in just 24 games in his three-year career. Uh, in high school, he had been twice an All-Nebraska pick and was second-team All-State in basketball. He won three pentathlon and hurdle titles and two long jump crowns at the state meet, state track meet. He ended up playing for the Detroit Lions as a first-round draft pick and became a two-time All-Pro selection and eventually coached at Omaha University. Um, so that's, that's a pretty good candidate there. Uh, from 1949, uh, Roland Rivers was a two-time All-State basketball player, including being All-Nebraska as a senior, uh, and was also All-State football. In 1968, Larry Becker, uh, a two-time All-State football player, 
for Seward. Then we jump ahead a little bit uh, to beyond the Mather era, 1998, and Nick Colderman, excuse me, Nate Colderman, two-time uh, All-State football player, including All-Nebraska as a senior. In 2000, Sam Cook, All-State football player who would then punt at Nebraska and punt in the NFL. Um, also in 2000, Danny Johnson, a two-time All-State softball player. In 2002, Jeff Luby, All-State football and a two-time state hurdle champion. Um, and then in uh, 2010, Brittany Telecki, another two-time All-State softball player, a pitcher. She was all Nebraska as a senior. Then you get into the great run that uh, girls basketball had at uh, Seward. And in 2010, you have Alyssa Camphouse, a two-time All-State basketball player and a two-time state shot put champion who went on to Creighton to play basketball. The next year, Emily Cady, three-time All-State basketball player who's still playing pro basketball in Greece, of course had a great collegiate career in Nebraska. 2012, Beth... uh, (laughs) Beth, I feel bad. I've never been able to say Beth's name. Uh, Boleslavsky? That's not right. (laughs) We just always knew her as Beth. A great point guard, two-time All-State basketball player. 2013, the coach's daughter, Hannah Taverti, a two-time All-State basketball player playing college uh, out of Colorado State, I believe. In the middle of all that, Seward had a great baseball player, Ben Klinke, a two-time All-State baseball player, All-Nebraska as a senior in 2015. Um, I think, uh, really, it comes down to Cardwell, uh, who was Mather's pick from 1931, or Camphouse or Katie. You know, uh, I'd have a tough time picking the all-time girl athlete between those two. Katie was probably, uh, you know, one of the best basketball players Nebraska has produced uh, in in the women's game. Uh, But Camphouse with those shot put uh, state medals uh, really looks a little better all around. I think I'm just going to declare it a tie between those two, but stick with Lloyd Cardwell as the greatest Seward Blue Jay of all time. For the next school... Uh, Let's look at Central City, a school that just left uh, the Central 10. Um, Let's see. Uh, You probably want to start back in 1945 with Mather's pick, Bill Wilson. I don't know much about uh, Wilson in high school, but I know he played Major League Baseball for the White Sox and A's, and Mather's liked those those pro athletes. Uh, Right after him, you had Bob Hank, uh, 1947, a two-time state long jump champion. Um, then we jump ahead a little bit to 1976, Jeff Scholl, uh, two-time All-State football player and an All-State basketball player as a senior. Um, 1990, you've got uh, Matt Wibbles, a two-time All-State football player. Let me back up a minute to 1944, another that Mathers passed over, James McConnell, multiple uh, gold medalist at state track and an All-State honorable mention uh, football player. He went into U- onto UNL to start track. Um, then into the 2000s, 2002, uh, J.C. Cuck, a two-time All-State volleyball player, a triple jump state champ on a team, state track champions. She was also a member uh, of the conference record 4x4 relay team. Uh, in 2000, Bill Cox was an All-State football player and a state discus champion. Uh, Jennifer Hefner in 2007 was a two-time All-State volleyball player. Uh, I think that I'm going to go with, uh, I think I'm going to go away from Mather here. He, he overlooked Jeff Scholl in 1976. I think I'm going to pick Jeff Scholl 
as the all-time greatest Central City Bison of all time. Next, we'll go to Skyler. Uh, for Skyler, um, Mather had a uh, three-way pick between Chuck Jura, class of 1968, who was a two-time All-State basketball player and went on to star for the Huskers. Uh, Gene Harmon, 1970, a two-time basketball All-Stater plus, winning a gold medal in the 120 highs at the state track meet. And Mark Holzman, the class of 1976, who I've got to admit, I don't know very much about Mark Holzman and his Skyler career. Uh, since Mather published the book, uh, oh, well, one person he over, overlooked or, or uh, decided against was Gary Brichichek, uh, a two-time All-State football player from the class of 1962. Uh, right after Mather pu- uh, published his book, uh, Marty Kobza, class of 1981, had his great career, All-State football player. He still owns the conference discus record. He was a two-time shot and discus gold medalist and was the 1981 uh, Journal Star and Omaha World Herald Athlete of the Year. In 1987, Tim Jonk was a two-time All-State football player for uh, Skyler, leading them to a state championship. In uh, 1994, Janelle Mir- Miratsky, <laughs> a great girl athlete from Skyler, probably uh, the greatest girl athlete, uh, two-time All-State girls basketball player on the 94 state champs. Uh, probably her biggest competition for girl athlete is Mandy Muller, 1998, uh, who won the shot put gold medal for Skyler. Uh, then you've got a great wrestler in 2009, Desta Stodola, uh, who won three straight uh, Class B wrestling championships at 103, 112, and 125 pounds. Uh, and then if I was choosing the greatest name ever from Skyler, I'd have to go with Class of 1990, Loopy Bayer. Uh, state wrestling champ at 140 pounds, but I think he's probably out on greatest athlete of all time. But you know, sign me up for more Loopy Bears uh, in the names in Nebraska sports. Uh, I think I am. Uh, I, I, I'm tempted to, to pick Kobza, uh, but I think I'm actually going to pick from one of the three that Mathers has, and I'm going to declare Gene Harmon, a two-time All-State basketball player and gold medalist in track, as the greatest Skyler Warrior of all time. Next, let's go to the southeastern edge of the conference and talk about the Creek Cardinals. Um, Mather actually uh, divided his award between four people, and, and there's some amazing stories here. Um, excuse, excuse me, between three. Um, he had uh, Stig, Steve Hokup, uh, class of 1928. He was twice All-Nebraska in football and basketball. He was the state pentathlon champion. Uh, he was a three-time All-Conference player for Nebraska football in college, uh, two-time All-Big Six in basketball for the Huskers, a charter member of the school's Basketball Hall of Fame, uh, and he tossed in in 1933 being a Big Six Javelin champion uh, while scoring in three track events. He ended up playing for three years in the NFL for the Boston franchise, um, which eventually moved to Washington. Uh, that's pretty good. Pretty good resume. He uh, he had him tied with two people who had uh, some pretty interesting stories. First, John Paralek, 1932 All-State football. He played for Creed at a time when they were uh, uh, one of the best teams in the state, regardless of class. Uh, All-State football, All-State basketball. He went on to be a football and basketball star at Kearney State. Uh, until kind of a strange story is 1938. Uh, he's traveling across the country in a railroad car. 
I suppose it's a Great Depression, and that was the way you traveled with another Carney State uh, star, and uh, some lead pipes came loose in the uh, in the car and and crushed them. Paralek was injured pretty bad, and 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 the other player was killed. Um, so pretty interesting story there. And then another interesting story with the other athlete that Mathers honored from Crete, Henry Kersenbrock, 1925, uh, probably the first seven footer in Nebraska. Uh, he was seven foot tall and just wasn't considered mobile enough. The Nebraska coaches uh, didn't recruit him, so he played a year at Doan when the legendary Fog Allen of Kansas found out about him and decided he could move plenty and was very excited to have him coming down to Kansas. Uh, but Henry never made it down there. He drowned in the Blue River uh, near Beatrice um, before ever going down to Kansas. So a couple of kind of sad stories there. Um, since... Uh, since Mather published his book, there's been three pretty amazing athletes at Crete. Levi Mel, class of 1996, All-State football, uh, a wrestling state champ at 189 pounds. Uh, John Leverson, All-State football, All-State basketball, who was honored by both newspapers in 2008 as their Athletes of the Year. And then the athlete I'm going to pick as both the greatest Crete Cardinal and the greatest Crete Cardinal uh, girl athlete of all time, Terry Steer. Uh, Terry Steer won four straight Class B shot and discus titles, four straight, uh, including three consecutive all-class gold medals. She was named the World Herald's Girl Athlete of the Year in 1993. She went on to be a two-time NCAA shot put champion at Southern Methodist, and in 2002 was the United States indoor and outdoor champion uh, as well. In 1999, she had been the World Indoor Bronze Medalist. And she competed in the 2000 Olympic Games in Sydney uh, and holds personal bests of 63 feet in the shot and 198 in the international discus. Uh, Terry Steer, my greatest Creek Cardinal athlete of all time. Now we move on to another longtime and still current member, the, the York Dukes. Uh, for York, um, Mathers had three people. He had Dwayne Smith, class of 1955, who was a two-time state high jump champion uh, and an athlete of the year in the Lincoln Journal. Bruce Moore, uh, 1989 football star who walked on at Nebraska. And Cub Wiley, a 1911 multi-sport star at Nebraska. And as I searched the internet, I'm not sure Cub Wiley didn't appear as a regular on the Roy Rogers TV show in the- <laughs> 1950s. Maybe he was a different guy. I could never quite confirm it, but that'd be a, a great story for a York Duke. Maybe some some York fans out there can tell me if I'm if I'm crazy there or not. Um, a couple other athletes from York that Mathers packed, passed up: uh, Bob Harry, uh, All State football in 1953 and 1954; um, Lee Newcomer, uh, a two-time state cross country champ from the class of 1969. Uh, Rita Makovica, who was uh, a great girl athlete in the early days of, of girls' athletics. She was All-State basketball and All-State volleyball in the class of 1979. Uh, in the class of 1978, Daryl Meyer was a three-time heavyweight wrestling champ for York. You don't see very many of those uh, three-timers at those high weights. Uh, since Mather published his, his book uh, in 2007, David Adams, a two-time state cross-country champ, uh, in 2014, uh, Taylor Cadavi, a two-time All-State pitcher for uh, York softball, including being All-Nebraska as a senior. Uh, Ty Danielson, in 2014, a two-time All-State basketball player. 
In 2015, Jordan Stearns, a two-time All-State softball player. Um, 2016, Aaron Lee, two-time cross-country state champ and the conference record holder in the 800. Um, I'm going to pick two other athletes, though, um, from uh, from the modern era. Uh, For the greatest girl athlete, I'm going to take Nora Shepard, class of 1993. She was a three-time state cross-country champ, four-time conference cross-country champ, uh, five-time mile and two-mile gold medalist, at the state in the, uh, at the state track meet, and she still holds the conference records in the mile and the 3200. Uh, for the greatest boy athlete and the greatest York Duke of all time, I'll take Aaron Galladay, class of 1999, all-state football player, all-state basketball player, state shot put champ, still owns the conference record in the shot put. Uh, went on to play NU football after being named the Lincoln and Omaha Athlete of the Year. Aaron Galladay, the greatest York Duke of all time. Next, let's head to Grand Island and look at the history of the Grand Island Northwest Vikings. I uh, really remember that Northwest had, uh, hadn't been open for 20 years when Mather um, first made his selection, and I think that shows. Uh, he chose Craig Etherton, a high-scoring basketball player from the class of 1974 who was an honorable mention All-State basketball player. Uh, I think he passed over uh, somebody pretty deserving, Carol Mettenbrick, uh, 1976 All-State uh, volleyball player, a pretty good basketball player as well, if I remember correctly. And then things really heat up in the post-Mather era. Uh, Jackie Rowert, class of 1981, another great girl athlete, two-time volleyball All-State, two-time basketball All-State. Uh, then in 1982, the Viking football program is really getting rolling uh, for their mid-80s heyday. Uh, Todd Olson, class of 82, is a two-time All-State football player. Uh, then in 1985, uh, they actually have a two-time state cross-country champ, uh, Dave Keel, and a two-time state wrestling champ, Mike uh, Lehman. Uh, then you've got, again, from that great football program, 1986 Russ Harvey, uh, All-State football quarterback, all-Nebraska, uh, led Northwest, I believe, not only the Class B state title, but I believe the World Herald had him ranked number three in the overall top ten. Uh, after that, you've got Louis uh, Garcia, 1993 two-time All-State football player. Uh, Chad Sheffield, 2000 uh, two-time All-State basketball player. Uh, Brandon Harrington in 2005 won the gold medal in both hurdles races at the state track meet. Jenna Rousey uh, in 2009 is a two-time All-State volleyball player. Uh, In 2014, you got Mackenzie Brown, uh, an All-State volleyball player and a two-time All-State basketball player who's still having a great career at UNK. And Katie Plocky, also in the class of 2014, a two-time All-State volleyball player who's starring now at Hastings College. I think... Uh, that I'm going to declare a tie for the greatest Northwest Viking of all time. And I'm going to have it be between two girl athletes, Jackie Rowert of the class of 1981 and Mackenzie Brown of 2014. Next is the school with probably the shortest history uh, in the Central Conference, both in the conference and as they've just returned, and overall, uh, Adam Central Patriots who opened up their school in 1968. Um, Mathers had Greg Kay, who was a basketball star for the Patriots uh, and played uh, uh, some excellent Legion baseball in the class of 1977. 
Uh, since then, there's a, there's a few other candidates, I think, probably leave Kay behind. In uh, 1983, Kevin Leitner, a uh, great football standout for the Patriots, went on to play Nebraska football, played in the NFL with Tampa Bay, uh, was a college coach at quite a few uh, big schools, and, and now, interestingly, is coaching uh, the Fujitsu Frontiers of the Japanese Professional X League. I had no idea till I did a little Googling of Kevin Leitner. Uh, then in 1993, Eric Walther uh, was an All-State football player who went on to have a pretty good career at Nebraska. And in 1995, Leanne Weeks, an All-State basketball player who led the Patriots to their uh, only team state championship, I believe, in girls' basketball in 1995. Uh, I'm a little partial towards, uh, towards Leanne Weeks, who I coached, I believe, in second-grade soccer. I had both Leanne and Michelle Trader, one of the best girls basketball players ever to play in Hastings, on that uh, co-ed second and third grade team. I was one of the smartest coaches in the league that year, as you can imagine. Uh, those two, those two kind of handled people. Uh, but I'm going to choose as the greatest Adams Central Patriot of all time, uh, Kevin Leitner of the class of 1983. Next, let's look on to the other Vikings in the Central Conference uh, from Columbus Lakeview, another a newer consolidated school with a history about uh, the same length as Adam Central's. Um, in uh, Mather's book, uh, he picked uh, he picked Cleet Pillen, who had been class of 1972, an All-State football player, played in the Shrine Bowl, went on to Nebraska, had a great career, and has been inducted in the Nebraska uh, Football Hall of Fame. Uh, since then, uh, a great girl athlete right after Mather published his book in 1980, Lene Loski. Uh, class of 1982, two-time All-State Volleyball, two-time All-State Basketball, uh, three state track medals, Omaha World Herald Athlete of the Year who went on to play volleyball at Nebraska. Uh, in 1992, uh, Jeff Lake, an all-conference football and basketball player who went on to have a pretty good football career for Nebraska as a walk-on and a split end. He played on three national championship teams in the mid-'90s. In 1996, uh, Casey Caples was a two-time All-State basketball player for the Lakeview Girls. Uh, then in 2002, I believe her brother, Calvin Caples, uh, was a two-time All-State basketball player for the Viking Boys. Uh, he was joined on the team by Dusty Jura, uh, I believe the son of, of Chuck Jura of Schuyler, uh, who was a two-time All-Stater for Lakeview Vikings, and, and Jura and Caples led some pretty great Lakeview teams in that era. In 2009, uh, Tashia Steuben, was a two-time All-State softball player, and she played on the 2006 state champs uh, for Lakeview. I think as I look back, uh, I'm going to uh, uh, I'm going to declare Lene Loski as the greatest girl athlete, but I'm going to stick with Mather and say that Cleet Pillen is the greatest Lakeview Viking athlete of all time. The last of uh, of the current schools in the Central Ten then. Uh, would be Holdridge, um, who joined the conference in 2004. Uh, Mathers, uh, of course, uh, published his book before that. He wouldn't have, have listed Holdridge in the Central Conference. Uh, but he had Todd Brown, class of 1978, the first 50-foot triple jumper in Nebraska history, an All-State football player, went on to play at Nebraska and in the Canadian Football League. as the greatest Holdridge duster of all time. 
Uh, he chose Brown over Jim Huge, class of 1958, an all-state football and all-state basketball player uh, who started in Nebraska uh, for the football team and also lettered in basketball in the 60s. Um, then in the post-Mather era, especially recently in the 2000s, Holder just had some great candidates. Brad Smith, class of 2006, all-state football player in the defensive line and an all-state basketball player. Uh Class of 2009, Christine Killow uh, was a gold medalist in the pole vault. Uh, also in the class of 2009, Jordan uh, Pfeiffer was All-State Soccer. Two years later, Kristen Larson, class of 2011, is also All-State Soccer. Uh, then the class of 2014 has a couple of great candidates. Juliana Burr, uh, who won the gold in both hurdle races and still holds the conference records in the hurdles. And Rachel Jeldon, who was a two-time All-State basketball player and led the Duster girls to the state semifinals a couple times. I think I'm going to stick with Mather and Holdridge. Uh, I still think that Todd Brown is the greatest Holdridge Duster of all time. Now let's run through a couple of the other schools um, who have left the conference. Um, David City uh, was a member of the conference for the first 20 years and then again for another 17 years later. And and both of these athletes uh, that I have on my list actually come from from those eras. Uh, But Mather has one athlete from before that, uh, Hugo Adupalik. I'm not sure I'm saying that right. I've never seen that last name before. Uh, He was class of 1913 at David City and played football at Nebraska and went on to be the football coach at Iowa State. Um, The other athlete that Mather had uh, listed is Bob Martin, class of 1972, two-time All-State basketball player, two-time All-State football player, uh, led the... uh, the scouts to state football and basketball championships, went on to play football at Nebraska and four years in the NFL, I believe, with the Chicago Bears. Uh, Bob Martin, the other thing I remember, you know, when I'm looking back at old All-State pictures, Bob Martin is really the first Nebraska athlete uh, who looks like the 70s. You know, he's got longer hair, uh, a little more unkempt, uh, and he's still listed with the All-Staters. Uh, that's just one year after uh, – uh, Tom Crop wins it with his uh, crew cut and looking like a Marine. So you kind of see the changing of the eras with Bob Martin uh, when he was uh, Athlete of the Year in 1972. An athlete that Mather overlooked or picked, uh, chose to pass by was Doyle Fife, class of 1952, uh, All-State basketball on state basketball champs and a state shot put champion. So that's that's three pretty good athletes for David City. I think I have to go... Uh, with the unkempt one, uh, Bob Martin, class of 1972, is the David, greatest David City Scout of all time. Uh, a couple other schools that spent some significant time uh, in uh, the Central Conference, Albion, who was in for almost 40 years. Uh, they had Harry Fox in 1968, a two-time wrestling champ. Terry Fisher, 1986, two-time wrestling champ. Uh, Darren uh, Schmadke. 1991 All-State football player and a state champ in the 100 and the 200 who went on to play uh, Nebraska football. Um, Mather had listed Gil Wallach, uh, and I'm not sure which year Gil Wallach was in. I don't know very much about him. Uh, I would add Sue Lind from the class of 1981, uh, two-time high, high jump gold medalist. Uh, she's probably the greatest uh, girl athlete for the Albion Cardinals. I think I'm going to go with uh, Darren Schmadeke, class of 1991, 
uh, sprinter and L State football player as the greatest Albion Cardinal of all time. Uh, the Ord Chanticleers uh, were in the conference for over 50 years. Um, Mather uh, chose Al Zickmond, uh, who played football, class of 1939 at Ord. Uh, Ord was unbeaten. You remember uh, from some of our Boys Town episodes that Ord ran off about 40 games in a row unbeaten there, and Al Zickmond played in a bunch of those. Uh, he went on to play at Nebraska. He was a halfback for Nebraska in the 1941 Orange Bowl. And then he did 17 years from 1955 to 1971 as the Kearney State College football coach. Um, Mather chose him along with Jeff Quinn, uh, 1976 All-State football player, uh, went on to Nebraska to play quarterback. He was also an All-State basketball player for the chance in high school. Uh, Mather passed over Greg uh, Selder, 1975 All-State football player. Uh, He passed over Bob Pierce, 1967 All-Class Gold Medalist in the quarter mile. Uh, And Karen Silver, uh, great girl athlete for Ord who won the All-Class Gold in the quarter mile in 1976. Uh, Since Mather, there have been some great athletes. Marty Dubas, All-State basketball player in 1989. Uh, Randy Cullors, a two-time state wrestling champ at 160 pounds in 1989. Andy Markowski, uh, who went on to have a great basketball career at Nebraska from the Ord class of 1996. And Craig Trampy, a two-time state wrestling champ from 2002. I think I'm going to go with Jeff Quinn from the class of 1976 as the all-time greatest Ord Chanticleer of all time. Last school I want to look at today is the Fullerton Warriors, who were members of the conference for 33 years until 1967. Uh, Mather chose Jack Kramer, uh, one of my professors at Hastings College, a seven-foot basketball player from the class of 1966. Um, I think uh, Jerry Green from the class of 1936, who was a high-jump and pole vault gold medalist, probably should have gotten gotten some uh, respect there. Uh, Richard Travers was an All-State Fullerton Warrior in basketball in 1958. Uh, Another All-State basketball player in 1961 was William Whitney. In 1955, Clyde Haskins uh, was an All-State football player, as was Sam Sample uh, in 1958. Uh, Then uh, you've got Rich Reck, 1966 uh, gold medalist in the 220, all-class gold. Uh, Then after Mather's time, uh, probably the best candidate is Brian Schuster, class of 1991, great football player uh, for Fullerton, who went on to have a great career as a Nebraska fullback, has since uh, had some legal troubles uh, as uh, in the investment world, I believe, uh, and uh, and did some time because of that. Uh, I think I'm going to choose Jerry Green, class of 1936, as the greatest Fullerton warrior of all time. Well, that's probably enough fights for us to be starting this week as we get to the end of our discussion of the Central 10 Conference and its amazing history. Uh, That's it. Until next week when we'll bring you another episode of Suiting Up Varsity. Until next time, follow us on Twitter where our handle is at SuitUpVarsity. See us on Facebook at facebook.com slash SuitingUpVarsity or check out our website and our show notes at SuitingUpVarsity.org. 
When you get there, you can ask us questions about Nebraska high school sports history. Leave suggestions for future episodes. Tell us which athlete we were crazy to leave off the list this week. Or tell us who you think ought to be the 10th team in the Central Conference now that Central City has left. We hope to hear from you soon. Also, remember, if you like this podcast, please take time to rate us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you find your podcasts. It really helps others to find our show. Just leaving one comment or one rating can make a big difference on who can find us out there on the internet. This has been Suiting Up Varsity, Volume 2, Episode 3, written and produced by me, Greg Mays, technical and research assistance by my brothers, Tate Mays and Trent Mays, helpful audio advice and encouragement from Chris Shukai, and as always, dedicated to Jerry Mathers, the godfather of Nebraska high school sports history and the inspiration for this podcast. Suiting Up Varsity is the anchor show of the Nebraska Varsity Network. Copyright 2017.